This is the Ramsey Call of the Day, part of the Ramsey Network. Joining me today is Ramsey personality, Rachel Cruz. Mark's in Kansas City. Hey, Mark, welcome to the Ramsey Show. Thank you both. Appreciate it. I'll get right to it. Okay. I've been, uh, I think what you call dumb, about <laughs> five years ago. <laughs> Five years ago, I uh, co-signed on a mortgage for my ex-wife, and yep, she was my ex-wife at the time. Fast forward a couple of years, I've learned that uh, she owes the IRS over a hundred grand, mm. and they've since filed a lien on her property, probably in the last year and a half to two years. So um, somehow she manages a little check to check, and the kids are going to start falling off from child support. And I don't know how she's going to make it and what implications that has for me in this whole scenario. Wow. Yeah. You're right, dude. You stepped in it. Oh, yep. man, I'm sorry. Um, okay, first I have to know what possibly, what story could possibly be told to you to make you co-sign for your ex-wife? Because by definition, oh, she's man. ex. You're not going to make me tell you this. I just... <laughs> The three, yeah, the three kids and the the violin was playing in the background. I think, and maybe Aww. caught me at a weak moment. Sweet Mark. You no, know, I'd heard a just trying to be a good dad. Maybe the, yeah. You thought you were doing yeah, good. You thought you were doing good for your kids. You thought you were doing good for your kids. And she's the mother of your children. Okay, we'll try to cut you some slack here. I appreciate but it. But we'll still we'll still put the action in the dumb column. I agree with your opening statement. All right. Anyway, now we're there. What do we do? Um, no sense in throwing all the everybody under the bus. Let's just keep rolling. What do we, what do we do? What do we do? What do we do? Okay. She cannot refinance and get you off because she has an IRS lien. Unless you can get the IRS to subordinate, and with it being such a large lien, there's a possibility they would subordinate. She would have to qualify for the mortgage on her own, and the IRS would have to agree to subordinate, meaning they agree to stay in second position and put a new mortgage in front of them instead of the old one. Um, I've gotten them to do that in negotiations. It's rather lengthy, but she's got to qualify, and it doesn't sound like she can. Not a chance. Now, selling the house is very, very difficult. However, uh, the first mortgage is how much? Four sixty. What's the house worth? I think at best eight fifty. When do the kids age out of child support? Over the next three years. How much money do you have? Uh, one point six. Half of that's in retirement. Okay. Um, when I do something stupid and it costs me money. I call it stupid tax. Oh, boy, I've heard this before. (laughs) (laughs) So I think you're getting ready to write a stupid tax check at some point in this equation. Now, sooner rather than later, later rather than sooner, depending on when the kids age out and all that kind of stuff. But let's pretend they aged out and there's no more need for you to have violins in the background uh, in terms of her having this house. I would walk over and say, I will give you... $10,000 $10,000 if you'll sell your house hmm. and then she sells the house. She has enough equity to pay off the IRS and she gets, she gets rid of the mortgage that has you on it. And then she goes and gets her another house. 
with the equity. She gets rid of me, too. That's great. She gets rid of you. You get rid of her. This was the original <laughs> intent of the whole thing <laughs> until you stepped in it. Um, yeah. And you wouldn't push her to sell the house now because Well, of the I mean, kids. she could, but I think it's going to be a harder sale. And plus, you, her to do it. you did this partly to give your kids a better place to live, and they're not aged out yet, right? That's correct. So, I mean, if you do it today, you're putting the kids in the street, too. Correct. But she could make the move today. I don't know what mindset she's in. But I'll tell you what she's probably got. She's got an IRS breathing down her neck. She's got a house that she's wondering how she's going to be able to afford when child support drops off. She's worried about this stuff deep down, not on top of, not on top like you are, but even she feels it in the tenseness across her shoulder blades because she's human. We all can see the truck coming towards our car, right? Yes. And so she sees that, and she does not know how to get out. Have y'all had any conversations about it, Mark, you and her? Very little. Okay. We haven't been the greatest communicators. It probably surprises you, but no, but not very much. Okay. okay. Well, no, part she, of that is, is she she's, 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 she's buried under stress, and it's got, it's got yeah. part of your name on it. Yeah. So, you know, I would just sit down, if you can have a conversation, if it's possible, and just say, hey, here's an idea, and I'll help you one last time. If you sell the house, you get rid of me and the IRS, and you've got enough equity to go get you another house. You can either do that now, or you can do it later, and I'll write a check to help you do this because it gets me off the mortgage. Because it's worth ten right. grand or yeah, twenty grand sure. if you got one point six to get rid of this uh, contingent liability, this cosigned liability. Because if this thing goes belly up, she's going to get foreclosed on, and you're going to get to ride with her. Because you can't stop the foreclosure because you can't, you can't force the sale of the house. The only good news in this whole story is the house has enough equity to take out the IRS. It needs to be sold for her sake. Got it. And it blesses you in the process. That's right. So let's dangle some kind of a carrot that causes that to happen now or when the kids age out. I don't care which, but sooner the better because I got a feeling this is. It'll be I'm, a relief to her I, if she, she understands whether the math. she is conscious of it or not she's yeah. carrying a load of stress oh yeah and dr oh. john deloney talks about that when we're in debt the this lack of agency this lack of autonomy because we're a slave that that she's carrying the weight of that when she's i mean and he said and she's living paycheck to paycheck anyways yeah well and, and then you have a you, lien on the house from the irs i mean like and the last thing you want on your li- on your list of things to do is to deal with the kgb i mean the irs <laughs> it's just that they are not this is not a creditor you want to have, okay? No. The penalties, the interest, it's just out of control. Their power is virtually unlimited. Uh, in this case, yeah. I've seen a few times, not often, that they'll actually come in and force the sale of the house to get their money. To get the money. Mm. And if she doesn't do something with this lien, eventually they'll get around to that. Now, they're not exactly efficient, <laughs> but eventually they'll get around to it. <laughs> so, But the stress of this is just on everybody. Mm-hmm. So here's an interesting thing. Now, now. You know, we, we poked at Mark a little bit. We also gave him a little bit of a break, and you know, we kind of laughed with him and at him both in his presence, so mm-hmm. it's all okay, right? But the Because uh, we've all done stupid stuff. But the, the thing is this. There's a couple of things here that you can take away as a money principle. Sometimes doing what it feels like is you're, you're trying to help someone, but you're doing it in such an illegitimate way, you end up actually hurting the person you're trying to help. Co-signing does that every time. There's actually a proverb in the Bible that says only a fool co-signs for another, 
The contemporary English version says, if you co-sign for someone else, you're stupid. <laughs> it's in the Bible. Okay. So, I mean, and so co-signing is an illegitimate way to help someone. Yeah. Meaning if you don't have the money for junior to get a car and you co-sign for junior to get a car, you are stepping in it for sure. When it's your ex-wife, you're stepping in it up to your knees. You need boots for this walk. Unbelievable, man. You know, for sure. And sometimes when you give someone some money, even without a debt or without a co-signing involved, uh, what, and, and it's enabling to buy something they can't afford. The behavior, right, right. Then you've, the, you know, my, well, my, my daughter needed a house and I gave her the down payment. And now she's got a house payment that she can't afford. How many times does that happen? Like every week on this show, uh, a well-meaning parent. So you got to be careful what you're participating in because enablers are the nicest people in the world. They're sweet people that don't know how to say no. And then they enable bad behavior. And so while you were trying to be a help, you end up being a curse in their life. With money. <laughs> you had dollar signs on it too. A curse with dollar signs. Yeah, and Mark, that's not aimed at you. That's just aimed at all the things all of us have done like what you did. Thanks for tuning in to the Ramsey Call of the Day. To check out all of our podcasts, just search Ramsey Network on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen.